Hello, Av Geeks, Infinite Flight fans, my mom, and any other friends and family members who might be listening just to be nice to me. A very big welcome to the second episode of Flightcast. I'm your host, Jason Rosewell, and if you've been a fan of the mobile flight simulator Infinite Flight, you're in the right place. If you're listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to the App Store on your iOS device or Google Play for Android and search for Infinite Flight. The links will also be in the comments for this episode. Alright, let's get to it. If you've ever fired up a web browser and headed over to Live Flight app to check out the activity in a region of Infinite Flight, or track your flight while you make that classic Roaring Fork visual approach for Runway 15 at Aspen, then you have my next guest to thank. Or maybe you've been relieved to find that your favorite airport has just received some much-needed in-game visual improvements. This guy had something to do with that as well. Today I have joining me from Mallorca, Spain, Cameron Carmichael Alonso. Cam, welcome to the podcast. Hey Jason, thanks for having me today. Big honor. Very nice to have you. Uh, I have to confess, I don't know a lot about your country or the city that you're living in, yeah. so I've done a little reading. Uh, you live in a very stunning part of the world. Um, is this yes. where you're originally from? It doesn't sound like it. No, I'm originally from London. I, uh, I was born, well, I'm 15 years old, to start off with that. Uh, I lived 13 years in London and moved out here a couple of years ago to Mallorca in a sunny island in the Mediterranean. So, yeah. Uh, awesome. So, you're you're living in Mallorca, and what brought you there? Uh, it was really just family and work. I mean, I'm part Spanish, so we'd always wanted to go back to Spain, and an opportunity came up, so we took it, and finding ourselves living out here in the sunshine today. I checked out your YouTube video, and it sounds like you speak very good Spanish. Yeah, well, I've always been speaking it since a young age with family and that, and it's, it's just come along, really. All right, well, why don't we get right into it? Um, what, give us a little bit of background, uh, your background in aviation. Are you, are you, do you fly? Are you getting into aviation? Um, what, what made you uh, fall in love with Infinite Flight? Okay, well, I'm not actually a pilot. I haven't actually started taking any classes yet. I'll make that clear. But um, I used to live near Heathrow Airport in London, so I've always grown up with aviation nearby. And it's just been something that's always fascinated me, how, how airplanes fly, and I, I just been interested in it since a young age really so you know I was just browsing the app store one day came across infinite flight after playing x-plane for a few years and thought I'd give it a go didn't really like it at first but gave it a bit of time and came onto it really and it's just just opened quite a lot of opportunities from there and yeah right so if you are uh are you interested in becoming a pilot at some point it's, it's something I want to do. I mean, I, I'm not exactly planning on pursuing a career in aviation, but, but yeah, in a couple of years, I'm actually interested in taking my PPL and just getting out there for fun, really. That's great. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I can't uh, make it a career at this point, and obviously I'm a little bit uh, farther along in life than you are uh, in terms yeah. of my career, but it's something that I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine who got his PPL, and and he's not actually keeping it current. And I asked him what, uh, what, what is it that did you have to something you had to do? Did you have to get it out of your system? Um, and he said, Yeah, I had to get it out of my system. I needed something. I needed to do. So mm. I'm kind of. I think I'm kind of in that boat. Who knows where to go after that? But yeah, um, it's just something I want to do. It's just the freedom of being able to go out there, take a plane, just go and explore the world from the sky. You see it completely differently than most people will ever see it. So if, if you have the opportunity and you want to do it, 
why not do it? That's why I'm going to, that's why I want to do it. So yeah. Right on. All right. So I would ask you what you do for a living, but you're, as you've already said, you're 15 years old. So going to your website and having a look at what you've accomplished already, it's um, amazing. You're 15 and you've, uh, you've accomplished a lot. So you've got a few uh, projects on the go, a few, actually, it looks like uh, apps that are doing fairly well. So why don't you tell us about that? How do you spend most of your time right now? Well, well yeah, I'm a student, so most of my time during the school year, I spend at school and I spend studying. I'm, I'm going into the last two years of, of secondary school, high school. I'm not, not sure what it's equal to, but juniors or seniors, whatever it's called in the US. So yeah, a lot of my time is spent studying at the moment. However, I'm really into technology, and I I always wanted to create something. So I created an app a couple of years ago called Shortlist Home, which was um, an app to help people find um, find help when they're looking for houses, really. Uh, so tracking it all on a map, putting down information, and it was just something that I built based on our experience from moving out here and looking at houses. And, yeah, I've just been doing small projects around that as well, um, one of them being Lifelight, and I've done a couple more as well. Can you tell, for the listeners out there who are interested in the technology side, can you tell us uh, what LifeFlight is built on? And we'll talk more about LifeFlight in a minute, but uh, since you mentioned it. Well, LifeFlight is built, um, well, it's a website, so front end's built a little bit of HTML, mainly in JavaScript. Uh, I've got a bit of server-side work going on, and that's in Python. And I'm using Pass by Facebook as a back-end for storing some information that I'm going to make more publicly available in the coming months. Uh, I'm also working on an iOS app, which is how I originally started with this. Uh, that's built in Objective-C and Swift, and it's using server and Python so, alongside this the web version, yeah. Okay, so would your app be something um, comparable to FlightAware or something for real-world aviation? It's not going to be quite as aimed at real aviation as something as FlightAware. It's it's going to be a step up of what LifeFlight on the web is now, and I've got a couple of interesting features planned for that. So yeah, it's Great. think of it more as a companion app for Infinite Flight. Okay, sounds good. We'll we'll get into a little bit more about uh, LifeFlight in a few minutes. But um, all right, well let's talk about Infinite Flight since we're there. Um, how did you be? How, yeah, how did you become involved with uh, with it? I, obviously, you started. The story is the same between you and we talked to Tyler a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, where we, you know, and my story is the same. We all downloaded it. Uh, you know, couldn't land an airplane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cra- uh, crashed a few hundred times, and then eventually realized, oh, well, if I apply some actual flight, real life flight principles to this, yeah, exactly. I can actually land the aircraft. So. Tell us how you got involved. So yeah, I just downloaded the app a few years ago and I was playing around with it and I was, it's a good way to pass time when I didn't have anything to do. So um, I joined the Android beta program when it first came out when uh, Flying Development Studios ported it to Android and I was a member of the team there getting all the main bugs fixed before, um, before the first Android release, which were quite a few back then. And yeah, I've just been involved with with the beta program and with the community more and more since then. Uh, I've just always found a couple of opportunities which I, I would like to experiment with, so LifeLight, for example, or the airport editing, and it's, it's just really gone from there. Okay, so how much time... Uh, you say you 
like to do this in your spare time. I can't imagine you having very much spare time. So do you fly much? Do you play actually play the game very much? Yeah, recently I haven't been playing very much, if I'm honest. I haven't actually had a proper flight in a month or two, really. Uh, I, I used to play a couple of minutes a day, maybe 10, 15 minutes a day, just to pass the time in, in the evenings or something. But, but yes, yeah, it's, it's just really if I get a, a chance, I'll have a go. Now, you are uh, far away from our North American listeners and... Uh, yeah, pretty far away, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so has school started for you yet? We're, we're recording this in August, middle of August. No, I start school in September um, and I'm going right through to December, then from January to April, then mid-April to June. And then it's just a long summer holiday from there. So is that three semesters that you have instead of two? Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Well, let's talk about inf- uh, airport editing since you mentioned it. Um, this to me looks like something that anyone with a little bit of version control knowledge and a little bit of spare time could do. Is that correct? Yeah, you don't actually need version control knowledge for this. We try to make it as simple as possible. It is uh, for someone that wants to draw their local airport, for example, or just wants to give back. I mean, all you need to do is just download the, the drawing software and just have a sense of design, really, and get prepared to draw some taxi lines and some taxiways and just fill out wherever you want. Then you can just email it to us and we'll do the rest. It's quite simple really okay so if somebody wants to get involved there's a website they can go to and uh yeah you know you have something on github that people can um there's a video you can watch can you explain how that works for anybody who's interested in getting into it well yeah i'll, I'll give you a link later on that you can put on the blog post later so if anyone's interested can take a look at but uh but yeah basically we've got a, a site with some tutorials on there that have been written by some of our top editors and um yeah, it will run you through the basics, but we've also got quite a tight little community. It's around 10 or 12 of us there. And just ask questions, um, share feedback, and just well, collaborate as a team to help improve these airports. So for our listeners that are uh, IFFG members and uh, community members on the forum, what's something they can do if they don't feel like this is really in their wheelhouse? What's the best thing to do if they encounter, you know, a, a spawn point in the middle of a field or a, a runway that doesn't have any access points and no taxiways? Well, just, well, our members are quite active on, on forums like IFFG and stuff. So say so just post it on there, tag one of us if it needs to be done. Uh, or post it on the, on the new forum, the new Infinite Flight Forum, and one of us will get to it and we're usually pretty quick at fixing this stuff. So yeah. And for our listeners who maybe aren't aware of some of the links, uh, I'll post all of the links that we talk about in the comments and in the blog posts after the uh, episode is over. So lots to check out here. Um, and remember, if you are posting a link for us on IFFG or on the, any other uh, Infinite Flight Facebook page or on the community forums, please be nice <laughs> to <Yeah>. us. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot There's a lot that goes on on those uh, pages and um, you can get a long way by asking politely. Um, and we realize that sometimes, you know, we make mistakes with in air traffic control and certainly the airports aren't 100% correct um, and it's easy to get frustrated. But Yeah, just, just keep calm, post it. And we're human beings who come to a good agreement with this. It's just... Yeah, don't have to take it out of proportion, really. <laughs> For sure. A- imagine the person standing in front of you that you're talking to. Exactly. I think that's the <laughs> easiest way to do it. Or imagine that it's your grandma that you're asking. Um, all right, so do you want to... Uh, you said there's a, it's a pretty tight community that you've got there on the airport editing side. It is, yeah. Um, 
anybody that you want to mention that's had a, a huge hand in kind of making this possible? Yeah, I, I specifically want to mention Jonathan Perkins and Nick Barber. These two guys have just been there from the start and they've helped managing, they've helped creating tutorials, they've helped um, managing submissions. They've just been doing an awful lot there. So I just want to give a massive thank you to them. They've really helped this happen. And th there are quite a few budding editors at the moment in the group that are working on some pretty cool stuff. So yeah, keep your eyes out. You're going to see some cool airports soon. Great. I'm excited about that. And thank you from me as well to those guys. Um, it, you know, your hard work doesn't go unnoticed. And I, I know I've been on um, IFFG before and mentioned something about a, an airport. And, you know, I'll have somebody in 10 minutes saying, hey, that's fixed. Yeah, they're <laughs> so quick. They're quick. Yeah, they're quick. Uh, there's always somebody watching. All yeah. right, let's switch gears a little bit and rewind back to uh, live flight. Okay. So we, you've mentioned, uh, you know, a little bit about it. Can we just maybe go back and maybe you can give us your um, version of what it is? What is it that we're looking at if we go to liveflightapp.com? Okay. So live flight is basically a flight tracker for Infinite Flight Life. So any, any plane that you can see flying in the sky on, on a particular server, just go to lifeflightapp.com and you'll be able to see it there. Think of it a bit as, as flight radar or plane finder, but for infinite flight. And you can go on there, you can see stats um, for a user's flight, or stats for a, a user's profile, and learn a bit about the pilots that are flying around you. So you've got uh, a message on there if you open it in Firefox or another browser saying that it's going to be, uh, it's optimized to run in Chrome right now. Yeah. Uh, and I made a, a post, <laughs> there was a post on the forum one, at one point. Yeah, I that remember was, that one. Yeah. That, yeah, you remember. Okay. Yeah. There was a post that said, uh, you were talking about browser support, I think, and, and some, someone mentioned uh, Internet Explorer, oh, yeah, yeah. at which point I told them to throw Internet Explorer in the garbage, and you... <laughs> You replied to me by saying you should be throwing Firefox in the garbage. Yeah, I'm uh, quite a heavy Chrome user, so <laughs> yeah, I got that. that from you. Yeah. Um, all right. So optimize for Chrome right now. Um, yeah. Browser There's, support in the future. Where are we going with it? You've already mentioned a mobile app. Um, what's yeah at the moment? It's just on Chrome because I. I mean, I just want to spend the time I've got working on the features, and. If I just go and I diagnose a fix in Firefox, it's just going to be another problem for Internet Explorer. And I just, yeah, it's just a lot of work right now. I'm definitely going to get back to it someday and fix those things. But at the moment, I'd like to focus a bit on the iOS app from now on because I've had quite a few people emailing me with some really interesting suggestions. And all of them just ask for the same thing. They say, when's the iOS app coming? Oh, can I have the iOS app yet? And so on. So, yeah, it's, there's definitely demand for that. So I'll cater for that. Sounds good. I'm excited for it. Um, so, what? Tell us what gave you the idea. Why? Uh, you know, did you, did you have a hand in creating the Infinite Flight API? Maybe you can explain what an API is, because I'm assuming yeah. that you're connecting to it. Um, you know, how did that all happen? So yeah, this basically started a couple of years ago. Um, if, if you guys follow him out on Twitter, you've probably seen him post a picture where he he just built a quick web page just showing flights he tracked. And yeah, he just he just sent an email to to me and another guy with the link to the API. The API, for those who don't know, it's the the data source we get the data from. So uh, we built a version. So you've got Val who built a, a great version for Android, and I built a version for iOS back then. Uh, but it wasn't actually ready to be released, so we we just let it sit by for a couple of months. Uh, Matt one day just out of the blue just came back and said that the API was working again. So. 
so yes, yeah, so Val went ahead. He released his app. Uh, mine was broken because I'd been playing with it a couple of weeks before and I hadn't been sure exactly what I'd done. Uh, so I just built in the weekend, I just built the web version because I wanted to try LifeFlight, and, not LifeFlight, sorry, uh, JavaScript. And and yeah, it's, it's just grown from there, really. So did you just say you were wanting to try JavaScript, meaning you hadn't programmed I'd in use, JavaScript before? I'd, I'd used it before, but I mean, just for you know, simple effects on on websites and stuff but I wanted to build something completely with JavaScript and see what it was like so so yeah we've got we've got the um, server connection code in JavaScript we've got the map code we've got um, maps for calculating um, um, distances moved and so on it's just something different I wanted to try and it's actually been quite interesting and you've mentioned a few programming languages now what got you into programming yeah, I've had family that have worked in technology, and I've always been surrounded by technology since a young age. So I'd always wanted to actually build something and release it, but yeah, I never actually got something right to a good level to release it. Uh, I mean, I've been experimenting with websites since I was very young. None of them were very good, but but yeah, it's just gone from there. You've got um, an interest in music as well. I have, yes. Uh, is it you that plays guitar, I think I was reading? It is, yeah. I've got quite a few guitars that I play. I'm quite an avid musician. Are you in a band? I'm not, no. used to be in, in a project. Well, it, it wasn't exactly a band because we never actually played anywhere. We just, we just jammed. But, uh, but yeah, haven't really gone because that was back when I was living in the UK. But haven't been playing since then as much. So you're, uh, did, you, did you start music in on guitar or do you have a theory base in piano like a lot of us do or how did you, how did no, you get started I, playing i mean i've my family are musicians as well and my dad's a guitarist so he just got me into guitar from a young age and i, I used to play spanish classical guitar at school learned the theory from there and i've just been playing different types since then i think we have some similarities now you've got you've got uh, uh, you had a huge head start on me but i i was a touring drummer for 10 years as a job oh, really? And then, um, you know, I would supplement my terrible band income with uh, doing web design. So I did web design yeah. on the side, self-taught on that. And then, uh, you know, when I moved back to Canada from the United States, uh, I picked, just basically started doing web design full-time and opened up a shop here. So, um, yeah, I, I can see a lot of similarities. Uh, I Now, are you athletic? Uh a bit, but not really. No, I, I'm more into water sports and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I okay. Used to... So there's another. There's another similarity. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, but not really. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I used to sail quite a lot, but I haven't had as much time the past year to do it. All right. So let's get back to. Uh, the, I could talk about that stuff longer than I could talk about infinite flight. Yeah, but we should probably get back to the topic. <laughs> um, so, so getting back to the game. We talked with Tyler a couple weeks ago, and he is uh, the boss of us uh, who are air traffic controllers on the advanced server. I haven't seen you in our group chats. Are you part of that crew? Uh, yeah, I'm actually part of the group. Um, yeah, I, I've been there since beta days. So we don't see me around much because I don't have time to control, and it, controlling isn't really my thing. I just can't handle the pressure. It's just too many planes coming at you from all angles, and uh, I can't handle it. <laughs> Got it. Well, that answers the why. Um, yeah. 
So if we talk about the future of Infinite Flight, what, where do you see it going? I mean, obviously, you, you probably have more of an inside track than most of us, being um, buddies with Matt. And I'm, I can't imagine, but for listeners who don't know who Matt is, he's uh, the developer and one of the bigwigs over at Infinite Flight and Flying Development Studios. So, uh, Cam, where do you see Infinite Flight going? Where do you hope to see it going? What would you like to see happen? I mean, I've got similar hopes as many people. I, I personally want to see bigger regions and worldwide support because you get quite bored when you're in the same regions for some time. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm actually quite interested in joystick control that Matt's been teasing a bit recently. That that could actually take it more towards PC and you can maybe see, be seeing more growth because as Tyler said in the last episode, they, they find that hardware is quite a big challenge because you've got so many different uh, versions of Samsung phones and Android devices in general, but um, yeah, they're spending more time fixing bugs at the moment. But but yeah, I'm actually seeing the controller thing. It might actually move more towards PC and and actually challenge some of the big simulators out there at the moment. Obviously, in time, it's not going to happen overnight. But yeah, right. And it, I think it's funny that you you are looking at it from a flying perspective because, as you say, that's uh, the air traffic controlling side really isn't your thing. So yeah, you'd be excited to fly on the joystick. I would actually be really excited to be able to control in my web browser with a mouse, um, because uh, or or with a um, uh, you know with some kind of a touchscreen. Because while yeah. the touchscreen is awesome on the iPad, I think just when you have so much more screen real estate, it could be exactly, a lot nicer yeah. to be able to control on a screen. Well, that's actually something that I might be working on in a few weeks. So Matt's working on a little project for for giving a bit more access to data uh, for for apps like Life Flights. So. I could be doing something with that in a few weeks. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I'll keep you. Well, let me just go ahead and encourage you to do that, okay? <laughs> yeah. I've already had other people suggest that. Yeah, either web versions or, or just something on a bigger screen so you've got a bit more real estate. So, yeah. I love it. All right. I'm looking forward to it. So, based on some of the intimate knowledge that you have with Infinite Flight, um, maybe I like to get tips for listeners. Do you have any tips for us, flying tips, um, just community forum what would oh, you yeah. like to say to people listening? I mean, if, if you're into the game, just get involved. I mean, there's just so many channels where you can get involved, either via the great fan group on Facebook, Infinite Flight Fan Group or Infinite Flight World Pilots, or, or just by the community forum. There's just a lot of ways for you to get involved, to ask questions and to get help. Uh, I think you guys covered quite a lot of what I was going to say last week with the, with the XP talk. So, so, yeah, I mean, just... If you like it, keep flying. Don't just go to the big airports. Go to the little ones as well. Uh, Seattle's a great region. Go and explore that. We've, the airport editing team's done quite a lot of little airports. So, so yeah, get away from Southern California, guys. <laughs> get away from Southern California. That is great advice. I love it. SoCal yeah. <laughs> is a fantastic region, but let's fly somewhere else. We've yeah, got just so much. It's just so much there. Go and explore it. I mean, Seattle is, is one of my favorite regions. You've got, you've got the coast, you've got the mountains, and you've got the city areas. You just, yeah, you just need to spend some time there. Yeah, hop in a Cessna or a Spitfire and go fly through some mountain passes. There's some really, really cool and fun uh, areas to fly in that are challenging with, you know, airports right on a river that are, you know, I, it's, a, it's a game with, with fake terrain, yeah. But it's but it's it's beautiful if you have your device cranked up with all the settings, and you're a fan of the game, there is so much to explore, and I, I would echo uh, your thoughts on that, Cam. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, most people have just seen the big airports, they've seen Heathrow, they've seen LAX, but I mean, there's just so much out there in the rural areas that that you can explore. So yeah, 
grab well, a small I think that's part of it, right? People are excited to be involved with air traffic controllers. So yeah, if the air the traffic moment, controllers, that's, that's right. So if the air traffic controllers are in SoCal, we, what we've been trying to do is open up a region of the week. And this week, uh, while we're recording this, uh, the, the region is Amsterdam, Netherlands. So we've have been trying to have controllers around that region. Um, and I think that's a great way to, to explore as well. If you want to, you know, fly around the region, maybe take off from a smaller airport, end up where you've got some ATC, uh, that's a good reason, uh, a good way to sort of have the best of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what's next for you personally? What do you have going on in the future? Maybe infinite flight or aviation related or not? Um, tell us what's next. Well, next two years, I'm just going to be studying quite a lot of the time, really. And... After that, uni and maybe get a little bit of money, see if I can take my pilot's license at some point and yeah, spend a bit more time on LifeLight if I get some time and, and see what I can do with that because I've got quite a lot of ideas I want to do with it. But, but yeah, just not as much time to work on it as I'd like. So you mentioned university. Where, where to? Do you know? Uh, that I'm not exactly sure. I'm probably going to be staying in Europe. But yeah, I'm thinking UK right now, but I'm also keeping an open mind. Well, if you end up in Ontario and Canada, let me know. Oh, we'll do, yeah. <laughs> um, Cam, we mentioned your portfolio already. Um, why don't you share those apps again and maybe uh, any websites that you want people to check out? Yeah, well, shortlist home is the other thing I've got going on at the moment. Um, if you're looking for a house, check it out. It might be able to help. I'm working on it this week a bit, and it's actually got some really interesting stuff coming along. So, uh, yeah, I'll send you some links to Jason that you could put on the blog, so then you guys can check it out if you want. Awesome. Any other projects going on? Uh, at the moment, that's the main thing. I mean, I'm doing a couple of projects or an odd site if someone needs me to do a site. Um, but, but yeah, they're the main two things that I, I enjoy working on and I want to pursue in my, in my free time. So is there anything else before we go that you'd like to say related to Infinite Flight? Any shout-outs you want to give? Well, yeah, I just want to say a massive thank you to, to the whole community, to everyone who uses LifeLight uh, or contributes to the airports. I mean, it's just a great bunch of people out there. Uh, and another big thank you as well to, to the developers at Flying Development Studios and David doing the support staff or Matt Philippe and the mystery developer, as it's, as it's known. <laughs> these, these guys work quite a lot just to to get this the, project, the product as it is at the moment. And, I mean... Quite a lot of people aren't aware of the amount of work that goes on inside the company. So, yeah, just massive thank you to those guys and just keep on doing what you love doing. All right. Well, Cam, thanks so much for joining me today. It's been a huge pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Jason, for having me. I've really loved being on here. And if you ever want to have me again, you know where I am. That was Cameron Carmichael Alonso, and he joined me from beautiful Mallorca, Spain, via Skype. If you'd like to check out more of Cameron's work, visit carmichaelalonso.co.uk. You can also find him on Twitter at carmalonzo. Don't forget to check out liveflightapp.com. Thanks as always for listening. If you haven't already, head over to the App Store or Google Play and download Infinite Flight. Please tell your friends about Flightcast and visit flightcast.audio for more information. We would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a great review. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash flightcastaudio and on Twitter at flightcastaudio. If you have any ideas for Flightcast, please leave them in the comments. Flightcast is brought to you by Linkhouse Media on the web at linkhousemedia.com. To cover the fine print, Flightcast is not affiliated with Infinite Flight or Flying Development Studio. I'm Jason Rosewell. Thanks for listening and happy landings. Thank you.